Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. City 93 brought to you by Roughnecks Cars, Icarus FC, and of course for the culture. This is your host as always, Elliot Barr, and joining me is my good man, Schneideran the second. And not only is it Labor Day weekend, I know we normally drop podcasts on Mondays, but like I said, it's Labor Day weekend. I need like a break before I go back to teaching. <laughs> um, and I say that as someone who's had off since March. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right now I'm prob- I'm running off of Red Bull uh, and coffee, so I'm probably gonna crash within the next three hours. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the story of my life too. <laughs> yeah, man, it's I don't know how it feels. It feels weird to go back to school and teaching online, like. But then at the same time, like it feels it feels it doesn't feel awkward. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess nowadays everything is online, so I mean, it only it's only the natural progression for school to end up being online, even though technically, yeah, it is gonna be that awkward. Like I already had one kid because we were doing like testing out stuff for like summer school classes and stuff, and he fell asleep online, like head laid back, mouth open, <laughs> just catching major Z's, and I'm like, all right, mute. <laughs> I'm not gonna have you doing that. <laughs> um, yeah, man. But hopefully the kickers, you know, they had to fly back on uh, Sunday, mm-hmm. which I saw. Like, I, I know they're flying commercial, so I know they had to stop in Texas. And I'm like, I know that had to suck. Wow. <laughs> what, which airport were they in Texas? Was it Dallas? I'm not even sure. I just saw they, they just flew back from Arizona to Texas. I guess it was just a connecting flight. Yeah. But I'm like, dang, that sucks. Connection that, flights suck. That that airport in Dallas is... is too big. Yeah. Too big. Yeah, that's that's super big. And yeah. that's this is coming from someone who grew up around Logan Airport in Boston. Yeah. So knowing that I mean Logan is big. I mean here in Richmond, I look at Richmond International Airport and I say, This is an airport? So <laughs> I actually took my first like airplane trip last year. Like I never got on a plane before last year. What? Yeah. Dude, I was freaking out <laughs> when the plane like went up. I was like, Oh my god. Oh no, 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 no. And this is like this is someone who like I hate I hate height. Like I hate roller coasters, I hate it. <laughs> and I like this, like, mind you, she's chilling, like, oh, this is nothing. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, how's it going? <laughs> and as soon as she come by, she was like, this is your first flight answer. She was like, I was like, yeah. And she was just like, I oh, don't worry, you're gonna lose your air virginity today. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, that's hilarious. Um, yeah. But, but at least, but wait, where did you fly? Oh, um, we went to Key West. Coming back, I was fine. We had okay. to do the connection. See, see, you you had an easy first flight. Yeah. Courtney's first flight was to Hawaii. 
Oh yeah, you bug it. <laughs> <laughs> so we went we went from Richmond to Dallas and from Dallas to Hawaii. After the first like ten minutes leaving Richmond International, I think she was alright. But then from Dallas, when you are in the air for what was it, like six hours? Oh my goodness. After a while you start feeling like I can't sleep anymore. I need to get up and move around. Like, there were people on the plane that would, like, literally spend the whole flight just walking around talking to people. Like, because they're like, I'm not sitting in my seat for six hours. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Between that and turbulence, like, I've never experienced turbulence before. Yeah, that freaked me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you hit those random coal pockets and then yeah. the plane drops, like, 100 feet. And then you just see, I like going. to be that, you know, I like to portray myself as a strong black man, you know. Turbulence? Oh, I was crying. I was like, I'm not ready to see God yet. I'm not ready to go to heaven. Uh, all right, we've been talking for too long, but let's go on and get into it, man. Um, Risky Kickers, they had it. Uh, Saturday night late game, you know, super late, 10.30 at night against FC Tucson. And I got to say, I kind of feel like this was a continuation of the first game we played against FC Tucson. Not a lot changed. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them changed, but the the way how we were playing, the first 20, 25 minutes was not good. No. And I, I like I told you before when we first met up, I was hate watching. I was hate watching. <laughs> and for those who don't know what hate watching is, is when you watch your favorite team play and they're playing bad, you're like, Effort. <laughs> I hate oh, everything. You just, you just you just start getting annoyed with everything. Yeah, and also like, so I, I'm not. I, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna be a teacher right now. I'm, you know, we're gonna do the positive sandwich. <laughs> you know, start over positive, then layer with a thick layer of negative, and then a thin layer of positive. <laughs> that way, the parent will cuss you out. Um, like, a, like a like a double stuff Oreo. Yeah, you know. More like, stuff hey. in that cookie. <laughs> Once again, no one has ever been mad eating an Oreo. No. Exactly. You can't be mad. No. Um, the positive to this game is that we got the draw on the road. We got the one point. Yes. Um, the negative is, is is things that we've talked about before that was concerning to us that I really feel like got magnified in that first 20 minutes. Yes. Um, first and foremost, and maybe you can explain this to me better, but the long balls that happen, it seems like we always go long ball on the left side and then we try to build a play on the right. Yeah. Yeah, that that is exactly what it was was happening. I mean, whenever the ball came to Matt Bulldog, it was to his feet, and there was some combination play going on over yeah. there. Whenever the ball went to Bolanos, it was like just hoof it down there and let him chase. I I understand that on the dribble, Bolanos is fast. Yeah. But I mean, and you you could see the inexperience. Whenever he did manage to get that ball and get into the box behind the last the, behind the defense, and it's like he, a puppy. He just didn't know what to do. In the, <laughs> I'm just imagining Bellagio's now so puppy, like, oh, where I go, where I go? Do I do this? Do I do that? Do I do that? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, like I just basically because <laughs> he got caught off sides a lot in this game, and his first touch wasn't to the level that we normally see from him. There were a lot of situations also where the pass to him ended up yeah. behind him. It was either he too would, far ahead or too, far, too short. Too short or he was off sides. And the ones where the ball ended up behind him, you saw him just stop and look back confused like, why did you put it there? I'm, I'm over here. Yeah. And it, it was kind of, there was a disconnect with the balls going to that left side. And I was like, what? Okay, if there's a disconnect. Why do we keep doing it? Let's like, yeah. just let it go. That's not working. 
have him just disrupt things on that side and maybe come down the middle or go use the right side. And also, I think, because one of my concerns was the fact that we didn't have a number 10. We didn't have, like, a creative midfielder. Yeah. And I think we have that in Trezaghi, but for this game, we had three changes. There was no um, Pavone, no Ian Anley because of suspension, of course, and then Cuomo came in yes. to the midfield to replace, you know, Trezaghi playing on top. I think our best midfield is Kraft, uh, Terzaghi, and Black. And, and yes, definitely. That's our best midfield. That's our best midfield three. And you saw at the end they dropped yeah. that when uh, Cuomo had to come off. But then the other thing about this, too, is the fact of, I think with Terzaghi being up top playing that striker, it hurts Richmond and the fact that we don't have a... Because you want a striker that's just runs, 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 runs. Yeah. But Terzaghi can't do that. He can't just run, 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 and then have to drop into midfield and then be the creative force. Exactly. Because you're asking him to do too, too much. much. That's way too much. And that's going to do. kill him. Like, yeah. you can't you can't ask him to go press and then to be like, hey, come back and then create. You know? Yeah. So, I we started off, a, it kind of looked like a 4-3-3, maybe a 4-1-4-1, four, one, four, one, but yeah. it looked very defensive at first. Yeah. And we didn't see the major holes, but it looked defensive at the same point of, we couldn't build anything. Not really. No. You know, there was no there was no building. Um there were too many situations in which Matt Bulldog had to just try and take players on one v one on the right side. Yeah. That um and that normally didn't happen. And um to be honest with you, I think that has to do with the fact that Terzaghi was pushed up as the number nine. Yeah. Kraft playing the number ten, not used to that position when he's he's much better as a number eight. I mean, Kraft, I think, is our top number eight. Like, our top center midfield, box-to-box midfield. Oh, yeah. And Kraft, then, Kraft does an amazing job at that 8-8. Eight eight. Flag does an amazing job. Well, as just, a six. Just, yeah. As basically as a, protecting the back line, connecting with, with, with Kraft and and Terzaghi when Terzaghi's playing the 10. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like, Cuomo did a good job. Oh, it's just did. the thing is, it's just, it's super defensive. And it kind of felt like the end of... The FC Tucson game. Yeah. The first that we played here where we were kind of just tucked in, we just sat in, and it was just like, all right, <laughs> please don't score. <laughs> exactly. And this time, they did not oblige. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of just one of those things. And I mean, the first 20 minutes were horrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. First we got the PK, and when it first happened, I was like, oh, I no. You're supposed to be, you know, my, my um... The redemption player. Yeah, you're supposed to be that. Don't worry, he's still the redemption player. He yeah. got screwed. <laughs> and I, I, I'm gonna be straight up. I'm gonna be straight up and say it. This ref was bad. Not because of like he called a PK against the Richmond Kickers, and not because of because both teams benefited from the refs' decisions throughout yeah. this whole game, and both teams got hurt by it. There should have been a card called on. You know, there was a foul in the box for the PK, but it wasn't on Vaughn. It, it was on the striker, um, uh, Ladati. Ladati. It was on him who pulled Yvonne over him. Like seriously, this whole that was a judo move. Basically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he straight he straight judo move Yvonne, and the ref said foul on Yvonne. No, no, <laughs> I just got dragged over his hip. Yeah. So <laughs> he just saw two tall people. He was like, "You in the red." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what he did, man. Like it was. The thing about it was when I first saw it, I was like, I can see where the ref might have called it because of where he was standing at. And the only thing he saw was just a ball run into the back of him. And maybe he thought he saw a tingle in the feet. But then when you go back and look at it, 
You can clearly see Ladani just like pull him and kind of like turn his shoulders and just roll over. Because I mean, there was no way Ladani was getting to that ball. That was bad. Yeah, yeah. There was no way. There was no way. He wasn't anywhere near it. No, I mean the ball ended up over him, and someone else headed it out. It it was nowhere near him. He just dragged Yvonne down over his shoulder. So now it looks like Yvonne committed the foul. Ref falls for it. PK. Akira dives the right way, but, I mean, that was a very well-struck. So, this game. is my only criticism of Akira. I wish he was, like, a solid 6'2", 6'3". <laughs> that's it. <laughs> if that's the case, like, if Akira is 6'3", he saves this. Maybe, but it was hit very I mean, he's put well it, but I'm saying, like, he at least gets a hand to it. Yeah. You can tell, like, the height that Akira is, he's died, he dived the right way at the right height. He's just not tall. His arms aren't long enough. He's yeah. got stretch items. Yeah, he's, you know, a, he's not. He's he don't not, have go go gadget arms. He's not Kevin Durant with yeah, the. Exactly. With the <laughs> Yo, imagine Kevin Durant as a goalkeeper. Oh, that would be disastrous. That's worse than that's worse than De Gea or or uh, Hugo Lloris. Like that's that's just those. When the guy stands up, his fingertips reach his kneecaps. Like it's it's. it's and don't get me wrong. Like Kevin Durant is one of my favorite. Ba- he is my favorite basketball player. But Kevin Durant is a goalkeeper. Ain't no one scoring. No, no. one's scoring. Especially if he's well-trained and has the right reflexes trained into him. And he has a cannon. Like, he can throw it. All right, we get off track. Thank you, Tufari. So, down we're down one nothing, And you can see the team. I mean, the team is fine. It's just like, dang, we down one nothing. But then after that, it's, like, it's kind of like the same thing of, like, we're playing just slow. I don't know what it is about playing out of FC Tucson for us. Yeah. We played slow. <laughs> we did. I don't we know did. what it is, but we played very slow out there. Yeah, it was it was very slow. There was a disconnect in the midfield, I guess, because of that change of formation or at least change of personnel in the midfield. But another issue, and this is something we talked about before we started recording, was we really missed um, Ian Etley oh, yeah. today. Yeah, uh, I mean, in in this game. Oh, so real quick, our last three games at FC Tucson had all been draws. We've only been at FC Tucson in Richmond. <sighs> yeah, that, so that tells you like how FC Tucson is. Like I tweeted out. Well, at least we've never lost to FC Tucson. Have yeah, we? no, we had never lost to. FC. But I'm saying like FC Tucson is just is a bogey team for us. It is at least away. Yeah, it's a bogey team. Like, yeah, it's just it's just that place. Yeah. But yeah, I, and the reason why I, I, you're right, like why we miss Ian Allen is because, don't get me wrong, we love Akwe. Uh, Akwe, Akwe he is, is the king of strong style. But yes. I'm about to have another positive negative sandwich. He's too aggressive to be a fullback, yeah. personally for me. And the reason why I say that is because there's a lot of times I think not just because of the goal that he gave up, but also because of the fact of it was a lot of times he just got caught out of position. Exactly. And caught. In the goal, in the the second goal for for Tucson, he's playing basically center back, yeah. and it's like we, you you need to be wide, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "This is home. That's not home tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you stay over there. <laughs> Hotel yeah. room over there. You'll be back here later. <laughs> you're just, you're just renting this for the night. <laughs> That's all it is. I don't need you to think this is yours. Um, but yeah, first of all. There's no way a goalkeeper should ever have an assist. No. There's no way. Even though, I mean, that ball. Was, oh, I mean, the ball was, was... It was... The ball was great. But... I, and the reason... Okay, back to my point, what I was saying about Aqua. 
he is too aggressive mm-hmm. to play fullback. And the only reason I say that is because when you're playing out wide, it's almost like you're playing cornerback, like American football. Like you're playing cornerback, you're on an island. Yeah. So if you get beat, there's no one behind you that can cover you. Exactly. At least when you're center back and a four man back, I have a center back partner. Exactly. You know, exactly. I have someone that can cover for me. When it's you, fullback, is you have the sideline and then you have the other center back. But there's no so other, you're, you're, other center back. Your only support is the sideline. Yeah. And the sideline's not moving. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. So it's like you have to be you can tell it was a center back playing fullback and not a fullback playing fullback. Exactly. You know? Exactly, yeah. Um, but outside of that, it, I felt like he, for his goal, he stepped up too high too early. He stepped up too high too early, and he kind of, I think you could kind of see that he kind of crowded the space in there. Yeah. To the point where he pushed, I think it was Kyle out of position. Yeah. I think and so when, when you see Shaq Adams go barreling down and chasing that ball down, Aqua's chasing behind him and Ivan's trying to catch up and Kyle is nowhere in the picture because literally him coming inside forces Kyle out of position and now there's no one out wide. Wahab Akwe is inside but not really, you know, marking anyone. And I think Shaq Adams kind of noticed it and kind of caught himself right in that pocket of space <clears throat> where technically if everyone's in their right position... He's sandwiched between Kyle and Wahalakwe. Yeah. You know. Another thing, too, like, there are certain players, I I will say this, after this game, there are certain players that don't need to be in League One next year. Shaq Adams is one of those players. (laughs) He don't need to be in USL League League One. one. No more. No. Homeboy too good. He's too good. I think this is, what, four, four straight games with a goal? Yeah. Like, he is too good. Like, him, Alex Morrell, Michael Vang, um... Terzaghi. Terzaghi, to be yeah. honest with you, even though I... Ricky Lopez, Espen. We need, certain, to, like, we need to and, try and hang on to him as much as we can. Yeah, can. Ronaldo <laughs> Dobbs. There's just certain places you could tell, like, all right, you, you need to go up a level. Exactly. You need to you need to move on to maybe <laughs> championship. Some of them could even could be coming off the bench in MLS. Yeah. I, it's like when you're playing Mortal Kombat or, like, any fighting game, and it's like, yeah, you've been playing on Amateur for a while. You, you sure you know what to boost this up? <laughs> sure you know what to go up a level? Yeah, go up to professional a little bit, you know? <laughs> you know, and that, It's like you're playing FIFA, and you're <laughs> just spanking everyone. It's like, how about you get out of semi-pro? And, go to- <laughs> <laughs> and then you go to semi-pro, and you get loose. You're like, you know what? I'm going back down. <laughs> can't do this. <laughs> Rage quit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we when we were down two nothing. I was like, you know what, I'm done. I just go more, man. <laughs> I was ready to rage quit, man. And really, I was ready to rage quit when um Ladani got in on goal and he chipped the care. And I was like, it's about to be three nothing. Yeah, it's about to be three nothing. When that pinged off the crossbar, I was like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, Carrie got to go kiss that crossbar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just go give it a good high five. And I, once again, that was awkward. You got beat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Aqua got beat again. But in this situation, that was more of just the Aqua couldn't keep up with that pace. I don't think he was out of position. He wasn't yeah, he wasn't really out of position for that one, but there was just no keeping up with it. Um unfortunately, you know, what you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But you also have to think about the fact of initially the 
the matchups that was good because Ladati in this he wasn't playing striker in this one. I think it was Charlie Dennis who was playing striker. Yeah, and Ladati was out on the left, maximum yes. awkward, and they were targeting him the entire game. Like, it, and you could tell why because it's like I think this is the reason why I wanted the three in the back. Because of the fact I didn't want Aqua just to be out there on an island by himself. Exactly. It would have worked better with three in the back, but then you would probably it is, have what? Yeah, I mean, you could have Matt Look, Muldoff we and went Scott three in the back at the end of the game, and it worked. Yeah. <laughs> he scored a goal. Yeah. Just saying. Maybe Darren should listen to me sometimes. <laughs> Let me do the lineup. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe sometimes. <laughs> Darren is probably listening to this like, Ellie, I'm not listening to you. <laughs> I'm not taking your advice. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we kind of get down to the rest of the game. And then this is the other point. Terzaghi, I need to know who this favorite basketball team is because my man flopped. Oh, he flopped heavy. But that wasn't He the sold only. it. He, he, sold he sold it. it. He definitely <laughs> sold it. We gonna be, look, if we're going to say that Ladati kind of cheated to get a PK, we got to be real about Terzaghi. He, yeah. he did the same thing. And, I mean, it worked. <laughs> he got the spot kick and made it. Yeah. I mean, that's two out of three, <clears throat> I would say. Yeah. In terms of fooling the ref. Because um, Shaq Adams goes for it again. Yeah. Later on. And, and thankfully, the ref actually caught the dive, but doesn't. Do I didn't even know Shaq Adams caught. did long jump in high school because my man flew. Oh, he, he he looked like he was shot in the back and no one touched him. So he he had a wheelchair Jimmy moment. <laughs> no. For those who don't know who wheelchair Jimmy is, that's Drake. <laughs> yeah. Drake and uh what Degrassi. was Grassy. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, man, it it was just I don't know about this game. Yeah, it was The first half was just it, it reminds me of that episode of The Office. Where um, they're doing the fire drill, and the white is like, "Yeah, you know what? PowerPoint isn't working, so I'm gonna put you in real life situations." And that's what happened. Like it was like our team just got put in a real life situation. We're like, "Oh wait, we're down two nothing." Yeah. Like what is this? Yes. That that was <laughs> it was it was tough to deal with, but then they fought back. Tremendously. They fought back. They did. They fought back towards the end of the first half. Um, we spent more time in Tucson's half. Yeah, we and did. to be honest with you, for the whole game, we spent more time in Tucson's half. It's just whenever they came on, they they were pushing forward. They were just getting behind our line way too easily. But we dominated in terms of possession and remaining in their half. Yeah, and I mean, coming like Cuomo get hurt. On the last kick of the last kick of the half, yeah, which should have been another foul in exactly. the box. Um, that was what I, it was. Six players I counted. They got helicoptered in the air throughout this whole game. Yeah, and by the way, don't worry. We gonna get to Derek reaction at the end of this game. <laughs> we'll, we'll be talking oh, about, yeah, we'll that. Talk about that. We have. We'll, we'll have. We'll I have need somebody to, to meme that. <laughs> yes, just meme the whole thing. I need somebody <laughs> to do that. Um, but yeah, so like he he comes out and luckily like. Uh, what we heard is that he was up walking around the second half, so he it doesn't look like to be like a long lasting thing. I think it was yeah. just like okay, let's take a you stinger, off. and it was like yeah, he kind of fell on his back, and I'm like ooh, yeah, you could hurts. see he was he was in pain, yeah. he was in a lot of pain. But then, like, and this is why I love Luke. I think Luke is becoming like how you love Stanley Alvis because I love like Luke may not score a goal, yeah, Luke may not score a goal, 
But what he does for the team is that he frees up the attacking part of the team for everybody. He frees up the attacking part and he he keeps the opposing defense honest. Yeah. Like he he makes sure that they know that at any moment Luke Pabone could be running at you. And yeah. when you have the ball, you better think of what to do quickly because he's coming. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is. And the thing is, I'm about to make another dog reference. Luke is a Luke is a bulldog. Yeah. Luke will run in and everywhere you tell him to. Luke, go there. Okay. <laughs> Luke, go there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. like, he don't care. Like, and the thing, the thing about that is, is that now this allows Trezaga to drop back into the midfield and not create. And now create exactly. And, and it frees up Bodoc because now Trezaga's in the midfield, so now Bodoc doesn't have to go one on one. Exactly. And it also frees up Bologna's because now Bologna's isn't the only person out there Who's running in run the it, running running opposite space. Yeah. So. And then Kraft could drop into his eight position, you exactly. know, actually connecting the defense to the offense yeah. and and disrupting, you know, the other team's midfield movement. Yeah, when and they do have it the ball. helped out a lot. I mean, oh damn, you know, I forgot to talk about it. Tazagi shot at the end of the first half, the oh. one where the goalkeeper just saved it that led to Cuomo getting hurt. Matter of fact, but yes. He had two amazing saves. Yeah, he, um, he did. He did. He had yeah, two Mark amazing Arnold, saves. He had, he had two amazing saves throughout this whole game. Like, Chisaki should have had a hat trick. Should have. Should have had a hat trick in this game. And if it wasn't for the goalkeeper having four extra inches of extremities, Chisaki would have had a hat trick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that <laughs> left pinky and that left foot. I mean, <laughs> that right foot. That That's pretty much what... Left pinky, right foot, and then... <laughs> right foot. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> we, just, we just wanted to do cha cha slide. Yeah, right. We just do a cha cha slide out here, sleeping goals for FC Tucson. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now in the second half, you could tell like, it's a different type of Richmond team. Like, yes, it, we kind of now went from the four one four one to kind of like the four three three, which I think is that we're used to. That yeah, know, that's that that's rich. I hate this. It's weird to say this now, but that's Richmond. Yeah, that's four two three. It's it's strange because I mean, before it was last year, it was the four one four one. Yeah, I mean that was basically what we how we were operating almost every week until we went to a back three every once in a while. But and then before that, you know, with Lee Calshaw, it was always a four four two. Yeah, you know, it was your basic two bo- two banks of four. But the thing was, like a lot of fans says, like the difference between this. Richmond kicker team and Richmond kicker teams of pass is the fact of is that they is that ability not to give up or quit. Yes, you know it was. You didn't see any heads hanging when that second goal went in. No, you heard Riley Kraft said the F word super loud. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, well, he wasn't the only one. <laughs> um, I think Riley Kraft had a chance in the first half yeah, as well. Yeah. Where I think there was... That's some, what I'm saying. The one where he just yelled F super loud and the audio picked it up. Yep. <laughs> and the video picked it up, too. <laughs> that's another one you need to go back and screen grab. Yep. <laughs> just to have that. Yep. That's a good meme. That's a good <laughs> gif right there for... Oh, <laughs> like, that... That point, you can tell in the second half, this team is now... You, you saw the press happening. Mm-hmm. And you saw SC2s that had nothing to do with it. Because that... I think Darren's system, for what we've seen, works best when it's pressing going on. When we have to sit back, it's kind of like we're on our back foot. We're kind of like laid back a little bit too much. We can yeah. defend well, but we're not like as aggressive as we are. We're up the field. Yes. You know, taking those chances. And then we saw the back three. 
you know, when Wape and Stanley Alves came on. And it kind of changed, it changed a lot of things. It did, you it know? did. Changed the way I, it changed the way, because now it's weird, because when we went to the back three, you saw the build-up play. Yes, yes. You saw a lot more build-up play. Um... You saw the combination between, like, Bulldog and Wape and Kraft, or Flag, or, or you know, it's Stanley Avis, which, by the way, I did not expect him to see him out on the left wing a whole bunch. Yeah. That was kind of, I like it, but I'm kind of just like, that's eh, eh, a little wrong. <laughs> like, You're well, a little wrong. Uh, okay. Good. I guess. <clears throat> I guess so. But um, it, it was it was good to see um, Scott Thompson pushing up a little more, playing as more as a wing back than a full back. And I think, was it Matt Bulldog who dropped in as the, the yeah. other full, uh, wing back? So then, now you had Stanley and um, Pavone playing up top, kind of, and um, it, it it was something different. It was a bit raw, but it it seemed to work because you started to see more second guessing from Tucson because they're like, "Wait, what, what what's going on here? What who am I marking? Who's running? It? Who's marking that space?" It, it's you could see a little bit more. Uneasiness with yeah. Tucson, and then also in the three in the back, we got to see what we were wanting to see from Kyle Bender is those long balls, those switch balls, yes, to outside and into dangerous places. And you could tell they were connecting, they were on point, and it kind of freed up and opened up a lot of space. We got yeah. more chances. Yeah. By the way, Matt Bolduck, best through ball in League One this year. Oh, and it didn't result in the goal. Wow, because... <laughs> no, that that the ball to 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 Terzaghi? Oh yeah, it took. I went back and count. I think it took two or three players out of the play. It did. It just it, it took just two or three players out of the play, and they couldn't do anything about it. It was that was wow. Yeah. No, that through ball was impressive, 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 impressive. It's like one of those balls in the finish. He's like, yeah, I'm not getting that. <laughs> it's like that. That just cut me completely out of the game. I, there was nothing I can do about Coach that. Coach calls you on the field. Say, what was you doing here, son? Uh, I was standing. <laughs> That's what I was doing. <laughs> Couldn't get there. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing I could do about that. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean Tazagi, like he got it on his favorite foot, and the goalkeeper once again cha cha slide it. Yeah, got his studs up in time. Yeah, that and was... I, at that point it was kind of just like, all right, tonight's not our night. Like we got lucky. It should have been three nothing, maybe three one and then a half. It's two one. Tazagi can't obviously get past his goalkeeper, and then we have the ninetieth minute. <sighs> And this is where I call this team Heart Attack Richmond. Yes. Because, by all accounts, that was FIFA. Like, you know how in FIFA you should score a goal? You're like, where did he come from? Exactly. off the line. It's like, is there a glitch? Was that was that the CPU cheating? Right. And by <laughs> the way, that's Richmond's move. We say goals off the line. Uh, team, other teams ain't supposed to do it to us. Hey, look, that's <laughs> why, I did, look, pretend to still get, still get hit. <laughs> pretend to still get hit. Like, oh. But... <laughs> It was, it was, it, I mean, what led up to the goal, I mean, it, that was a, a insane. First off, Tuzagi's ball wide for Matt Bulldog. M- Matt Bulldog gets yeah. on his horse in, in, the, in stoppage time. This, this is 93 minutes. This is, this is in stoppage time. Yeah. And he gets on his horse and flies down that wing, gets to that ball. Lacrosse in. Those are one of those dangerous crosses where it's kind of going back and keeper had to come out. He had to come out to make a save on that one to push it out. But then 
Stanley Alves is there to kind of poke it away from the defender who's trying to complete the clearance. Yeah. And gives it to Kraft. Kraft blasts it right into the defender. And then... Iwapi's is there. Mwape, if that goes in... And, and the, 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 the commentator said it. If that goes in, that's goal of the week. That yeah. is goal of the week. If he that takes goes it in. off the volley. He takes it off the volley and both feet off the ground. It was, it was beautifully taken. Gets over everyone and is about to dip in. And... Yeah. Yeah. And then now, okay. Neil Log was it? Yeah, yeah. it was Neil Log. Now the freak. Now that the freak. The corner kick. I'm about to describe because this. I'm about to say it for the first time ever. This was set piece there. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was beautiful design. <laughs> so Riley Crabtree takes the free kick, and you have every Brisbane character lined up in a straight line. Yep. So you think, and when it happens, I went back and watched it in slow mo. Every def- every Richmond kicker kind of breaks off one out the other. So it's like the first player, he goes to the left. Second mm-hmm. player goes to the right. Third player goes to the left. And it kind of like they all disperse. And it's kind of like they're opening up a valley yep. for flags to fly in. Oh, yes. And he flew in. <laughs> he flew in. It was Troyer yeah, 2.0. And it was. That, that was Troyer 2.0. That was definitely Troyer 2.0. But also, he, the defender who's marking him, this, this is... Why a lot of times, a lot of people, they they kind of dis, don't give speed a lot of credit with players. Because Falk isn't very fast. But when you look at his build, he's he's built like a barrel. Like, yeah. he's he's got that barrel chest. He's big around the middle. And he muscles his way past the man. He's a big boy. He's... He is. He's a big boy. He is. And he muscles his way past the man marking him and gets up in there. The, the, you can tell that the player who's marking him is quicker than him. Yeah. But Fox says, get, get out of the way. <laughs> he said, move. And he just gets, he cuts in front of him, not with speed, but with, with that strength and just gets up in the end, puts that ball in. And that was just... Just said it, just the way they spread that in, and basically it was basically a mismatch. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the player marking Falk was probably a little bit taller than him, quicker, but you gotta be strong when you're in that box. Yeah, you gotta be strong, and I'll, but also like the way how this play was designed, it gave it gave that extra credit to Falk, Falk because of the fact of you had pretty much every other Richmond kicker clearing out space, and not like saying a pick or anything, but it kind of just occupied yeah. a place. That didn't make didn't it didn't allow for a second person to come attack it. So it, the ball fell to the right place. Falk has it in. We get a two-two draw. We get a point. Yeah. Now, the benefit of us recording this on Labor Day is the fact that we saw Union Omaha result against Orlando. They beat Orlando. It's it's Orlando. I've come to believe you can't trust you can't put any trust in Orlando. No, you can't. No, <laughs> I, I knew that. Once once I saw we drew, I was like, all right, well, we've got second place until tomorrow because... Yeah, it's Orlando. Orlando. And at the point, I felt afterwards, after our game, I felt like, dang, we kind of missed out on an opportunity. But to be real with you, we're kind of already at the halfway point of this year. And I got to say, if nothing else, I feel really happy about this team. Yeah. Like, I feel... I we're mean, in third place... You know, where we were predicted to finish ninth, we were predicted to finish as the worst independent team. I'm saying that to all the haters out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That goes to show you how um, preseason rankings work. How useless. Pre- yeah, those preseason predictions. 
are useless. Don't don't put your put don't put your trust in those. No, because North Texas was ranked to to finish where I think like first or second, and they're ninth. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think all the positive signs for the rich there's positives there. And I think for all rich kicker trends, I mean, us speaking included. We see all the positive, but we recognize the negatives. Yeah, the we well. recognize what needs to be tweaked, what needs yeah, to be what fixed. Needs to, I don't think Darren recognized it too. I think he possibly also told the ref as well <laughs> near the end yeah. of the game because ref Darren was he oh. remind he if there's any picture that reminds me of him in Thanos, it's that one. Oh yeah, he was going in on the ref, <laughs> like he was dapping up everyone. Like, good game, good game, good job. Went to the ref, figure up in the air. <laughs> I was like, oh, Darren is pissed. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, and I think I think what, what ticked him off was literally that last play yeah. of the game. And Wapi just get helicoptered there. But the thing was, like, no yellow cards. No yellow card. No foul called. None. No foul called. In the whole called. game, there was no yellow cards. It's weird that you, I don't think you ever see a game again. It's going to be rare to see a game where there's two PKs called. And, and no, no yellow, yellow cards. In the entire game. None. That's rare. <laughs> yeah, that's not. none called whatsoever. So it was a very physical game. It was like WrestleMania, but we got the point. We took our longest road trip of the year. We come back home. We have did we Saturday we go out to Chattanooga. What's that? Home. Five games undefeated. Yeah, five. five yeah, five. Undefeated. Five undefeated. Five games undefeated. The only game we lost is the first game of the season, and that was to be expected with everyone else being able to play and us. That being our first game in yeah. Greenville's second or second, third. Second game. Yeah. So, we have Chattanooga. Um, they play midweek against uh, Revs, too. So, we'll, probably, we'll be watching that game to see how they play. And then, we'll meet them up in Chattanooga for a 1 p.m. kickoff game. Hopefully, everyone in Chattanooga is wearing their mask. I'm not very doubtful. <laughs> I'm very doubtful about that. But, uh, hey, I just want the players to come back home safe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want anyone coming back with anything. No. No, no, no. But, but I, and me and you were talking about it before we started recording as mm-hmm. well about how do you mark this season if we don't make the top two? And I'm not saying this team doesn't have the ability to because we have two games in hand over Greenville. Yeah. Things can happen. Union Omaha hasn't we lost have, the game yeah. yet, but we play them, I think, in two more weeks. And and to be honest with you, even though Union Omaha have not lost the game yet, I can't say that they looked extremely convincing. Well, I will say this about Union Omaha. The press to them, like their attacking is great. Yeah. Like they got a strong goalkeeper. I think the thing about them is their home field really suits their style of play. Yeah. And that's something, as for Richmond, we're going to have to... Get used to it. I mean, Richard and Union are literally the same team. It's literally just swap jerseys. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's it. Like, both teams press really high on the field. Both teams have great defense. Both teams have strong goalkeepers. Both teams have amazing coaches. It's just what team can get the advantage first. You know? And that's, that's what it comes down to. So, yeah. it's gonna, that's going to be an, another interesting matchup. But I got to say, we're almost out of the second quarter. Of what well, I think we divided the season up into four quarters because mm-hmm. four games each. First quarter, I think we had nine points. We had two mm-hmm. wins and a draw. No, we had seven. My bad. Seven I can't do points. math. <laughs> and this one, we had what two wins and a draw. Yeah. So we ended out on ten points or eight points. I'd rather end it out on ten. And 
I think with that, like you gotta you you gotta feel super positive about where the team can go. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like have that ability to kind of get out, and then when you get into the next four games, you have three games at home against independent teams: Orlando City, Fort Lauderdale, Revs two, all at home, and then you have the one game um, on a Saturday against Union Omaha. So, and the, the Orlando. Fort Lauderdale, you know about it's kind of all in the span of a week. Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. But those two, first two are at home. Yeah. I don't feel, you know, I feel I feel positive about that. Yeah, it's it looks, things look a lot brighter with um, with the kickers this year. Uh, it's it's a lot harder to... Should your phone is going off. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> about that. <laughs> um, it's a lot harder... To, to look at a game like this and be upset for too long, yeah. Um, with the way the kickers have played this season, yeah. Um, it's. I feel it, like you're directing this at me. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> I was, I was pissed off too. You, you know how when you celebrate a goal, but you're still pissed at the team, <laughs> like there was, like you, you're. It's like that. Pissed off, excited because we scored, but it was a crappy performance. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how I felt when Falk headed that ball into the goal. So I was, I was pretty frustrated by the the by the performance as well. It was, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was tough. It was tough to deal with. But at the end of the day, we always need to remember when you are. When you're looking at all of the teams that have, you know, won championships, won, you know, leagues all around the world in, in soccer, you need to know how to grind out a point in an ugly way. And yeah. this this is this was the kickers showing that even though we played like crap, we still grinded out a point. Yeah. We still we still fought to the last whistle and because of that we got a result out of the game. And we need to get back to the clean sheets. We haven't had a clean sheet in our last three games. Yeah, our last, last clean sheet coming against in against Fort Madison. Hitting so our... the last clean sheet was New England, right? No, one nil. They scored. They scored. They scored against us. So the last clean sheet was against Fort, uh, Fort Madison. Henny Darby. Yeah, one nil. One nil. Henny Darby. I saw that. Yeah. We have. It's been two ones, but we three back to back two one games. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, we need to get back to the clean sheets. Um, yeah, show everyone why Akira is the co goalkeeper we think he is. Exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, for if for if not for anybody, for Akira because he has shown in week in week out that he is an elite goalkeeper. But when we're allowing um, goals where we're not like fully turned on, yeah, that- like just quick lapses in concentration that lead to fluke goals or. I mean, some of them have been unlucky. Some of them have been not like, for example, the last game where oh yeah, the oh that was Braden Freaky. Braden Freaky just knocks it off of the mean, face. It, it was, and not only that, the ball he didn't knock it off. It, it was um, was it Ian Lee clearing think, yeah. the ball and just smacks it off of Freaky and and it goes in yeah. and it's like you can't really fault yeah, anyone and that's for what I'm that. saying. Like the thing is. I, that's another you can be positive about, but you can also look at it and be like, mm, that's a little bit of negative. Like, we haven't kept the clean sheet in our last, what, three, four games, mm-hmm. but the goals we have let up hasn't been a team just dribbling in front of our box and just breaking us down. Yeah. It's been off of 
a super quick counterattack, a PK, a corner kick, and that's it. And then... The th- oh, well, the two off of a corner kick. Yeah, the two off of a corner kick. I Were once-in-a-lifetime goals. Yeah. those. Like, <coughs> one of them, the player who scored, didn't even know anything about it. Yeah. Just, and the one against the Rebs was literally like... I'm pretty sure if you give him that shot six times... I ain't going to say nine times out of ten because he is a professional. Six times out of ten, he's not scoring. Yeah. You know? So that's what it is. That's what it comes down to. I, 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 out of anything else, I give the team right now. We're almost at the halfway point. Chattanooga will be the halfway point. So we'll kind of do our half-term grades and everything like that then. Yeah. Midterms there. Um, but yeah, I feel fine. Yeah, I'm pretty... I'm pretty... Pretty. I'm looking forward to the Chattanooga game, even though I'm hoping that, like, like you said, that you know, man, you have a whole niece in this world now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, for those who don't know, Shanir, look, I love Shanir. He is super private, so I'm gonna glow for you. <laughs> my man not only became an uncle this past week, my man is also about to have a house very soon. Well, both are about to have homes, but yeah. <laughs> Dude. The, leaving that apartment life behind. Oh, yeah. Gotta get out of it. Gotta get out of it. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, yeah, my, I, um, I mean, I, I've been an uncle. I mean, I have a nephew, but he now has a baby sister. Exactly. So, so <laughs> I can, I will stay here and watch the game. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll, studio, I'll right? find some. I'll find some time to watch the game. I'll find some time to 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 get to at least keep an eye on what's going on. Yeah. Um, but to be honest with you, Chattanooga. I'm looking forward to that game. We can, I think we can get a result. I think yeah. we can definitely. And I definitely, I want to get some revenge against Chattanooga because last year, like two games, we should have won. Yeah, you know, two games, we should we should have done better in that series. We didn't. We played massively, and we we didn't play well. Yeah. I'll put it like that. Um, so that'll be it'll be an interesting game to see and see where you know how we go from there. Yeah. Um, anything else from you, my man? Before we wrap up. Um. I think USL, especially for games where fans aren't allowed in the stands, they need to have some some crowd noise. Cause you actually my- you, you try to throw out money we don't got. <laughs> I mean, we all got that kind of fun. Just, just throw some recording over it, cause I mean the the amount of cussing we heard. <laughs> Look, I'm fine with the cussing. Like children go. are watching. <laughs> Let them go. Let them go. <laughs> Riley, throw the F with Bob again. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was funny. It was funny. I was sitting there like, oh my God, they're, they're cussing each other out. They're cussing the ref out. They're cussing. They're just cussing. Just cussing. <laughs> just cuss. I love it. I love it. Yeah. All I right. mean, you, you got to hear, you know, a lot of, and I'm, I'm going to go into my, I'm going to put my coaching hat on. You got to see a lot of what it is to play professionally and the communication that goes on on the field. I mean, if it only takes cussing, then I'm a Constant professional. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, that was more than cussing. You heard, you know, instru- players giving each other. Akira, you heard a lot of instructions coming from him. So it takes more than cussing? <laughs> I don't like this job now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so to wrap up, once again, we want to say thank you to everyone that has supported us, everyone that has liked, shared, subscribed to our podcast. If you haven't, take five seconds out of your day, like our podcast, share it with a friend in the area, um, go on. Apple, uh, iTunes, or anywhere where you listen to your podcast at. You can find us on there at River City 93. Leave us a review. Leave us a five-star review. Who knows? We might read it on our next podcast. Also, once again, we want to say thank you to our sponsors, Roughnecks, Cars, Icarus FC, and of course, For the Culture. And our newest sponsor, Two Cents FC. 
They are giving us swag that made us brand ambassadors, and they give us a discount code. We will be tweeting out after we release this podcast. I just remember that because I saw the ad read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can follow us on Twitter at RiverCity93 and on Instagram at RiverCity93. As always, this is Elliot. This is Shanir. Catch us on the good side, guys. We'll catch you on the guys later.